Ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between, welcome to the Marvelous Miss Maisel. Maisie, what do we call it? The Marvelous Miss Maisie. Yeah, it's your name, so. Uh... <laughs> oh, I should get that right. <laughs> welcome to the Marvelous Miss Maisie this week. <laughs> we're talking about Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. There's, there's, there's the... There's really no way, but I, I, this is, uh, I think my favorite movie in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm right uh, there with you. Boom, boom, boom. I that makes me so happy. this movie. And I also got so much heat on Instagram. And by that, I mean, two people reached out to me and said, what the fuck are you talking about? Captain America Civil War is the best one. And I said, <laughs> plot twist, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is the best one. Bang, Thank bang. Thank you very much. I was apprehensive because you weren't super into the first Guardians movie. You liked it fine, but you were you. It was a little, you know, blocky. I guess. Is yeah, the, and the I had seen it to, before, you know. so like the magic wasn't. I mean, when I first saw it, I remember really liking it. The mm -hmm. magic wasn't totally there for the first one, but I still enjoyed it. But this one, mm -hmm. I laughed, I cried, I clutched my pearls, and went. <gasps> <laughs> This is, I think it's really good. It was, it's, it's an interesting thing. Like, I feel like this movie, people either, people really like the first Guardians. And I feel like a lot of people are fully like, oh no, that one's just better. And I don't think so. I just think yeah, it takes I everything, everything good about the first one. And it just, it, it amps it up. It's, it's my, I mean, my observation, what I threw on, on Twitter this week uh, was <laughs> that, I feel like most Marvel movies, the mo the biggest emotional, the biggest emotion you're gonna feel watching a lot of these Marvel movies is, oh, that was pretty badass. Yeah. And in this in one, this one like, I straight oh. up cried at the end. I straight up yeah. cried at the end rewatching it. Uh, so yeah, I guess preconceptions. What was your what were your thoughts going into this? I know it. I had hyped it up. I do this all the time. Where I'm just like, you're really gonna like Captain America Civil War. And then you're like, Isn't that movie's a bag of garbage. Yeah, I mean, I think just having recently seen Guardians of the Galaxy Volume One, I was like, okay, how different can it really be? We have the same crew of characters. I didn't look up like who was gonna be in it. Mm -hmm. But I did hear someone say something about ego, and I was like, oh, he plays a bigger role, question mark. So that's what I knew about it. Other preconceived notions what, uh, included when I told some friends that I was watching this one next for this week, they were like, oh, well, you know, sometimes you just got to watch the bad ones. And I was like, that's okay. crazy. I know it's so crazy. Like people aren't as up on this one. And I think it's yeah, nuts. It's very polarizing. It's so good. I yeah. really I like this is this and the Avengers are pretty neck and neck, but I think this one might have surpassed the Avengers. Hell yeah. Oh my gosh. That's just so it's it, it tickles me because I was like I had a couple in a row where I was just like, you're gonna like this. And you're like, <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if either of my brothers listen to this podcast, but I know that when they hear me say that I enjoyed this one, they're just gonna be like, this one sucks. Bleh, bleh, bleh. Uh, she doesn't stupid. know anything. They're stupid. Thank you. They're dumb and stupid. You got dumb and stupid brothers. Um, dumb lot, stupid lot. Just kidding. I love you guys. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 is the 15th film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Wow. We're, we're 15 into it uh, of the 26 that have been released. 27 next Thursday. Uh, Which one's that? <laughs> Spider-Man. New Spider-Man comes out Wait, next Thursday. I feel Thursday. like they've done a lot recently. What do you mean? Like, since we've had this podcast, they've released... Um, they've Black amped it up it, it used to be yeah we started this podcast and they and they've released three cinematic movies in the fort with a fourth one coming away that's more of a covid thing i think they just didn't release yeah black widow was supposed to come out like two years ago so okay. um but but they do ramp them up it is interesting just being like we're in 2017 right now yeah. uh, with guardians of the galaxy 2 and we still have 11 movies in four yeah. in four years like they really ramp it up they, it, yeah it's, and we started it stops in being what, like a 2008 eight i think iron is man? yeah iron man so from wow. 2008 to 2017 we got <laughs> 15 movies and then wow. you get 11 in four years uh yeah. with two of those we, years being COVID. when we st wow yeah it's weird to think about um so when we started there were only 22 23 
when we started yeah there were only tw there were only 23. wow we started this 15. we're already 15 minutes oh and it's not slowing like... down and there were three tv shows released in the time that we were there was Haw hawkeye is going on right now like there's a movie in a roller coaster and exactly yeah. welcome to welcome to the the madhouse uh but guardians of galaxy well, volume two like a midlife marvel crisis right now because we're we're more than halfway through yeah it's gonna end at a certain point and then no, you're gonna not. have to and then you're gonna have to wait like the rest of us for the oh, next God. thing you're creating a monster or you're gonna just stop watching them all together because yeah. you don't have to you know you're not required to for doing a podcast <laughs> but guardians of the galaxy volume two uh written and directed by james gunn who uh, wrote and directed the first one uh ensemble cast still uh, you know, big returning names, Chris Pratt, Zoe Zaldana, Dave Batista, Vin Diesel, and Bradley Cooper returning as the core Guardians group. of the Galaxy core group. Uh, Michael Rooker, Karen Gillan, uh, Sean Gunn, a uh, bunch of other people who were in the first one uh, making reprising roles. And then newcomers, uh, we have Kurt Russell is the, is the villain in this movie. He plays Ego, the living planet. Um... Yeah, uh, Maisie, thoughts on 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 old Curdy Russ? Okay, I get mixed up old with old Curdy Russ. Old Curdy Russ. I get mixed up with Kurt Russell and um, Turd Ferguson from Celebrity Jeopardy. What's oh, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, I get mixed up. <laughs> Norm Macdonald. <laughs> yeah, Norm specifically Norm Macdonald's Burt Reynolds. <laughs> so Kurt Reynolds, um, Kurt Russell. <laughs> Kurt Russell. Uh, I hated seeing him young. That was so creepy. Oh yeah, it does. It, they did it again, uh, and it wasn't good. They <laughs> did it again. <laughs> um, but it was almost kind of like, oh, I don't like watching this. But like, am I supposed to kind of get the heebie-jeebies with him? So it works it on a worked. meta level. I feel like they they thought it looked good. <laughs> I would yeah, assume that it they thought weird. it looked good. Yeah, um, I mean, some of they do a bad job. They it's really a 50 50 with these, yeah, the ages and ages. Uh, yeah, creepy. Um, love Dave Bautista as always. He's my, I just, I could watch a movie of his, MVP, I could watch man. a movie of just Groot. I will say the one like timeout cop out, who the fuck, what the fuck are you doing here? Sylvester Stallone. I was like, what the yeah. hell is he doing in this Sly movie? Sly Stallone gets a little cameo role. I don't know if he's going to be in the next one, but um, yeah, it was just, <laughs> it's just, he's in it for like three seconds and then yeah, he's there in like the, the end again. Yeah, the first 10 minutes and then the end. And I was like, yeah. I forgot who you were. Clearly this wasn't an important <laughs> plot line. No. It's like they it's like Marvel promised that he could be a villain in one of them and they were just like, Oh, oh well, we already have Turd Ferguson over here, so Oh okay, I guess I'll just uh, go over here, be in a movie for five months. Uh, and then yeah. also also the funniest thing about Sylvester Stallone being in the movie is that everyone calls Yondu Yondu, and then Sylvester Stallone at the end of him calls him Yondu. Like <laughs> <laughs> It's just got the <laughs> emphasis on the wrong syllable. I'm I'm imagining that he kept it like James Gunn was just like, yeah he yeah he can call him that. Yeah yeah. Did yeah, he read the that's script? That's Sly. That's Sly. That's okay. We'll just let Sly call him that. Okay. Do just, it, let him do his thing. Maybe we can in post we could pitch it down. <laughs> like, yeah. Like we can auto tune actually, his voice. Yondu. We called this movie Rocky, but it's really about <laughs> Rocket. But we just needed him to sign on. He shows up on set. He's like, all right, so I'm playing a raccoon who boxes, right? Sick, sick, sick. <laughs> and it's like, oh, God. Oh, someone tell him. Yondu. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, other other people joining the cast. Elizabeth Debicki plays uh, the leader of the Sovereign. Um, oh, yeah, that was fucked. I hated that yeah, part. Yeah, that whole, uh, that whole society of like, we have perfect and gold yeah i was gold like, also member. fat phobic hated that they i perfect love for being gold. skinny oh yeah they're yeah yeah i mean hated that. we're not supposed to like them <laughs> they are the uh 
They are the annoying bad guys who get in the way of our lovable team of ragtag crime stoppers. <laughs> Here we go, baby. All right. And then your uh, final person to join the cast, Palm Clementif as oh, Mantis. You loved I Mantis. I love Mantis. I got a text from you and it was just like, it was just like, okay, love Mantis. Yeah. Gay icon Mantis. We Gay love. icon. <laughs> Big fan. Uh, yeah, and, and it's a weird, it's one of those things where, like, it's a weird character. It's like mm-hmm. she has weird powers, she looks weird, and uh, and it just works because yeah. they, 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 I think they treat it smartly. And yeah, and it, also one of the more up. like, uh, I don't want to say it's medically possible and we'll get there, but mm-hmm. there's some science to what she, like, the powers that she has. Her, it's like, a, empath. I mean, empath- uh, slash not so like much like empath mind. but the fact that she has like antennas that could sense environmental changes associated with like like raising or lowering body temperature or like stress responses and like those antennas are like how i don't know how like bees chill out with the queen bee and make sure that she's chill or something like that <laughs> and not like pmsing that's Is not that what happens the, to queen bees that's what happens to queen bees they just get all pmsy and they yeah. start bitching exactly <laughs> And they order everybody around, go get me my fucking honey. That was <laughs> get me some was... jumbo tampa at the CBS, please. Please. Get me some jumbo tampa. <laughs> they bring in a jumbo tampon to the Queen Bee. Thank you. We brought this for you. All right. Blah, blah, blah. All right, anyways. I'm Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna get into the plot? Right. You wanna hop in the plot? Yeah, let's do it. Let's get into it. All right, so uh, it doesn't mention it, but there's the opening scene with Kurt Russell as a young person uh, singing uh, Brandy mm. uh, with with Peter Quill's mother. Um, and he goes behind a Dairy Queen and shows her that he's planted something in the earth. And then... he shows her his wiener. Yeah. <laughs> behind a Dairy Queen. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> That's actually... <laughs> the non like guardians of the guy you know in a world where that doesn't exist that man taking you behind the dairy queen is not is <laughs> i have something to show you look at my blizzard <laughs> oh you're my a God. blizzard harry you're oh, okay we're off we, we haven't even started okay also i just have to say brandy by the looking glass is like mm-hmm. one of my favorite songs my brother matt that's his favorite song of all time so right off the bat i'm already feeling like reminiscent on like the summer nights where that's playing everyone's having a beer loving it so far yeah uh the music once again uh i mean music in the last one music in this one really good awesome yeah, stuff great uh, music. and and did it in a knowing way where it's not just like you know how you'll watch a movie and they'll play a the, like a pop song over yeah. like something happening and you're like they didn't want they don't know this song this is the producers being like pop this song in there yeah. or whatever this is like curated playlist you know each of the things their characters are singing along and shit like that yeah. it's, it's cool very so. intentional and i was here for yeah. it all right in 2014 peter quill gamora drax rocket and baby groot are renowned oh. as the guardians of the galaxy we get an opening scene where uh, aisha leader of the sovereign race has the guardians protect valuable batteries from abelisk this might be my favorite scene in the marvel cinematic universe where is the opening scene, big action sequence, but it's all happening in the background because the focus is on Baby Groot dancing to Yellow. Electric Light Orchestra's Mr. Blue Sky. It's and so it's just good. so good. Uh, it's, it's just adorable. right off the bat. Oh, yeah. I mean, holy shit, man. Baby Groot, like. Adorable. In unbelievable. I mean, what there was so many just like plushes and little toys and stuff that were made of them. It felt like a marketing point, but I was here. I was like, yeah, it's like, like I'm a little over Baby Yoda right now, but um, mm-hmm. kind of the same <laughs> Grogu. Yeah, I'm a, I'm the same kind of cultural impact. I love I, that all of society is just like, give us something cute right now. Us, we need it. Hey, the, 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 the Baby Yoda and Baby Groot are both like, hey, that's the thing that was big or was old. And they just did it tiny. <laughs> Made it little baby. <laughs> and gave it eyes that were all black and shiny. <laughs> yeah. We just need to do I wonder if Marvel's like, okay, yeah, now we got to make a baby Peter Quill. 
Baby Nebula. <laughs> That's Guardians of the Galaxy 3 is Guardians Babies. I want, like the Muppet Babies. I want there to be a baby rocket, but I want it to be the same voice. <laughs> <laughs> it's just just Bradley Cooper. Yeah. Funnily enough, speaking of same voice, Groot is still voiced by Vin yeah! Diesel. <laughs> they just did the old like chipmunks chimp chipmunks switcheroo where they just yeah. turned up his voice they made they made Groot what you wanted Ant-Man to sound like <laughs> yes yes and I thank I them Groot. for that I am Groot I am Groot, I am Groot. <laughs> it was so cute him and, and Rocket talking I'm Groot I'm, I'm Groot. Groot what are you talking about <laughs> language <laughs> so they they fight the big interdimensional beast thing there's a fun little uh where Drax is like you can't you gotta get it from the inside and then, oh and yeah then, and then he goes inside oh yeah it's like it's the same thickness from the outside as it is on the inside uh but they do it uh, they beat it and it is in exchange for Gamora's estranged sister Nebula who was caught attempting to steal uh the batteries I'm going to say it. I hate Nebula. I think you she's hate so Nebula? annoying. Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's I was like... going to ask because I know you hated her in the last one. And I think they kind of give a little reasoning for why she sucks in this one. Yeah, she just a little more sucks. backstory. It's like every yeah. 90s movie ever that has like the bratty older sister <laughs> like encapsulated in Nebula. Like I never yeah. know why she's so mad. She's so bratty. Kevin, you're what the French call les incompetents. Like that's the vibe oh, I get from her. Oh my God. <laughs> Nebula sucks. Nebula sucks. I, I just, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this movie gives her a little more. They, they have the, the, the scene with her and, 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 uh, fucking Gamora, her sister. And she's just like, you, you kept beating the shit out of me when dad made us battle each yeah. other. I just needed a sister. And it's, I don't know. I, was, you know. I thought it was like a. Yeah, but you guys are like 26 and 27 now. You could have said that earlier. <laughs> Uh, after Rocket steals the batteries for himself, the Sovereign attacks the Guardian's ship with a fleet of drones. A mysterious figure destroys the drones, and the Guardians crash land onto a nearby planet. Uh, Rocket steals the batteries. Uh, it's a whole thing. It's you know this movie. This movie. The the literal villain's name is Ego, but this movie is a lot about the characters' egos. Yeah, pride. And, yeah, pride and and, and to masculinity. Yeah, uh, toxic masculinity. There's a big, there's this straight up the line where Gamora is like, "We would have made it through that field if either you were driving with what's uh, in your head yeah, instead yeah, of yeah. what's between your legs." Like, it's it, it was a dick waving contest. Like in yeah, the middle of them was. almost dying. Like, yeah, I think this movie has a lot to say about toxic masculinity, mm -hmm. you know, the patriarchy, the patriarchy here and there. <laughs> Uh, there uh, on the planet, this figure reveals himself as Quill's father, Ego, and invites Quill, Gamora, and Drax to his home planet. Rocket and Groot remain behind to repair the ship and guard Nebula. Uh, Kurt Russell shows up. What's the what? What are you thinking when Kurt Russell emerges from his egg ship? Um. Okay. What are, they're also playing a Fleetwood Mac song during this, so I was like, yeah. "Oh yeah, the chain." You I'm here. Love or, me now. Yeah, uh, I was like, "Okay, what are they gonna, you know, fight the universe together? Are they gonna, you know, is this gonna be the next Guardians, you know, quartet or whatever?" Uh, but I think also the movie does a really great job of like kind of starting to hint that things are not as they seem mm -hmm. with him. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, we're going with the stranger dad. Okay. Yeah. I mean, so... I knew, I knew about ego, the comic book character, because it's just so, it's so weird and interesting. Yeah. Uh, just a living planet. And in the comics, he's not Peter Quill's dad. They just, they okay. did like it. This is like a different connective thing that they did. But, um, the, the, no red flags were set off when he said, my name is ego. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, I wasn't sure if I was thinking too hard or not. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, so we meet, uh, we meet Ego, we meet Mantis. Um, yeah. And we Fun love stuff. Mantis. Uh, we then cut to Yondu Udanta. There's the, there's the, mm. doesn't, doesn't mention it, but 
they they're on some sort of like ravager planet or like a drinking you know there's sex working robots and yeah and and he's like looking all sad and then he the same thing happens in pirates of the caribbean when they go to that like like pirates code tortuga yes i believe that is what it's called yes tortuga banish for turtle banish for turtle uh (laughs) this place is called uh murcielago which is spanish for bat um that's all my that this has been tim's spanish corner corner (laughs) good job tim (laughs) thank you uh but he has the conversation did you did you really follow along with the conversation at uh with sliced alone at all honestly no they, they they argued yeah so essentially what that was was he got kicked out of the ravager like guild like apparently ravagers mm-hmm. have like a and and john news yeah he got kicked <laughs> out of the union for breaking the rules and the rules were you don't deal in kids so it was because he picked up uh peter quill uh even though he didn't drop him off and he you know raised him as his own uh he's excommunicado okay. sort of situation um Another Tim Spanish quarter <laughs> moment. Excommunicate is that? That's I feel like that's More of a Latin. Latin thing. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like it's a Latin thing. A Latin thing. Tim's Latin corner. <laughs> Cogito ergo sum. Well, I like. There's like a, a oh God. I don't even. I I won't. I'll butcher it, and I won't remember the line. But but it's such like a funny little like bullshit comic booky line where where uh where sly sloan is just like you will not see the colors of of, of halord the sun or like some <laughs> bullshit that that no one knows is it and yeah it's just, it's just very funny to me every time i see him it's just like and the colors of shalon will never cry over your funeral body <laughs> it's just like what the fuck are you talking Yandu. about Yandu. <laughs> Uh, but meanwhile, Aisha of the Sovereign hires Yandu Udanta and his crew who have been exiled for the greater Ravager community for child trafficking to recapture the Guardians. They they show up on the planet and they can't get the carpet to roll out. You know, gags on gags oh, on gags. Oh, yeah, yeah. We got, yeah, that was we, got we got jokes. We got, we got fun stuff. I also love that whenever Aisha, like, tells her... Uh, crew to like because they all do their they do all of their like fighting via bluetooth basically yeah like it's like a it's like a a arcade like vr kind of vr arcade i think that's so funny and so fun and and the whole sequence where they they blow up there's like the one left and they and he blows up and then they're just like you suck zarlak or whatever yeah (laughs) and then the one where they're like okay now you have permission to kill in this like little baby neo-nazi looking jackass yeah. is like okay here we go yeah he gets I was like, like a oh, big little smile on his face. yeah it's just and it's and and it plays on like uh like it's their it's like they're playing video games like one of them dies and it's just like god damn it yeah 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 <laughs> it's, it's like funny me, me at archives <laughs> <laughs> can't fucking do this god damn it i need more coins uh, they capture Rocket. So the, they, they go to the plant, they capture Rocket. Uh, this is also one of my, another one of my favorite uh, action scenes is Rocket sort of defending himself on the planet. Yeah. Uh, with all the Ravagers and he has all like the tricks and traps and stuff. And yeah. And Summer Nights is playing where it's like, yes. And he's just like, jumping yeah. on people fucking through the trees it's like it's like up, rockets yeah. bread and butter that's like what yeah. he is good at yeah there's this like wide shot of him like doing uh, he like keeps blowing him up with like some kind of gravity bomb type thing yeah and it cuts to a wide shot of like a bunch of them jumping out of the trees and then a bunch yes. of them jumping out of another kind of the trees i don't know it's it's this it was really good. cute and fun yeah they have they're they're just having a blast with this and it's like way better than you know a lot of the sort of more boring action sequence yeah i like it when they have fun with the action scenes yeah and that's james gunn that's james gunn to a t man i mean that's james gunn baby what that's james do? gunn for you baby you got what you paid for <laughs> uh they capture rocket but when yondu hesitates to turn over quill whom he raised his assistant craglin 
Obfonteri. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I knew his name was Craglin. Uh, Craglin, who's like the the second mate kind of guy. Is um, Craglin the skinny dude or the dude yeah. who? Okay. He's the skinny dude who's who's on on the hero side in the end. Yes, He's, like driving. Love him. Uh, that's uh, that's Sean Gunn. That is James Gunn's brother. Oh, yeah. oh, how so, nice! Fun he got he got it to be in the movie. <laughs> uh, but Craglin Obfonteri questions his objectivity, and his lieutenant Taserface leads a mutiny with help from Nebula. Uh, that's it's kind of a harsh scene when they're harsh. just throwing everybody out of the ship. That really plays with, and it's crazy because this movie is so funny. But it also hits those dramatic and like harsh moments mm-hmm. with the seriousness that they deserve, and it's and it's weird how they're it, it's able to successfully yeah be like Bing Bing Bong all the people are flying summer yeah, nights but... da, da 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 and then fucking people getting thrown out of airlocks and dying and panning I thought out. it was like, like dozens of them. I thought it was really like. I don't want to say like well done because it's you know a superhero movie taking place in an intergalactic space but i didn't like question it i didn't question like what was happening i mean there were a few like stupid silly funny like jabs and silly quips here and there that i was like eh, whatever but i didn't question like the going back and forth the reality of things. it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like it, it makes sense because that's yes. what life is life is funny and then it's sad and back and, and forth crazy. and what was that (laughs) that's a transition uh taser face imprisons rocket and yondu aboard the latter's ship and executes his loyalists by releasing them into the vacuum of space uh taser face thoughts on taser face so scary but like so (laughs) stupid yeah (laughs) but that's like like Again, toxic masculinity. The guy's yeah. literally named Taserface because he's trying to be a badass. And yeah, you know. like whenever I think of like very like, what's the nicest way to say this? Like, <laughs> like people who go out hunting who vote for Trump. Uh, what's the nicest way to say that? Uh, pieces of shit. Yeah, this is what Taserface reminds me of, like Tosk. No, good old, masculinity. good old fashioned, like American, like like I'm not gonna think too much. I'm like kind of a, I'm like a little bit out of shape, and I, yeah. it's because and it's because of the Budweiser. Yeah, that's the kind of guy we, that Taserface is. I hope I didn't alienate any listeners with that. Yeah, of the of the fifteen listeners to the podcast, seven of them are hardcore Trumpers. So yeah, and one of them really is me, fucked so. up. Just kidding. <laughs> And one of them's my dad. Also, a shout out my dad. I had a real cute moment where my, where on Thanksgiving where my dad was just like, "Hey, I got a shout out on the podcast because we mentioned him during the Guardians of the Galaxy thing." And I was like, "Oh, that means he listens." Thanks, Dad. Oh, Hi, Dad. Hi, Dad. That's so cute. Um, hello, Mr. Tim Bridge. Is your dad's name Tim? No. <laughs> Is it Ray? No. Is it Paul? Keep keep guessing. No. Dan. Yes! Oh my god! Really? Yeah. yeah, it's Dan. My yes. name's Dan. <laughs> Hi, Dan Bridge. Fourth guess. I was like, this is gonna go a while. Why'd you guess Ray before? <laughs> I don't know. Ray seems like a crazy Ray Bridge. Oh Ray, no, that's Ray is like oh, a good no, dad that's, name. That's my son. I'm gonna name my son Ray. Ray Bridge. Um, Ray Romano Bridge. <laughs> Ray Dwayne the Rock Johnson <laughs> Romano Bridge. <laughs> Oh, I shouldn't be a parent. Um, <laughs> Nebula leaves to find and kill Gamora, whom she blames for the torture inflicted by their father, Thanos. I think it's a funny little scene where Craglin's like, so what you gonna do when you, when you, with, when, with your bounty, when you get the bounty? And he's like, I will scour the universe for my father uh, who, has, who has tortured me beyond belief and he will not know the unending pain. And then it just cuts back to him and he's like, yeah. I was thinking like a like a nice necklace. Like yeah. all the other girls go, ooh, that looks nice. <laughs> yeah, that was so silly. Uh, I forgot about that part. It's fun. I don't know. The movie just uh, it jam packs full of funny little little yeah. goodies. You know, some of the humor does not work in these movies, but this yeah. one just n- knocks it out of the park. I think. 
I I honestly am still just like, who the fuck is this Thanos guy? I know we've had references, we've seen mm-hmm. a little bit in a post credit scene, but I'm like, there's there's a lot of hype building for Thanos. They are building. Hype. They are building the hype for Thanos, and I think it pays off, but I'm not going to tell you that you will think it pays off because okay. I've been wrong before. Okay. Uh, Nebula, yeah, while imprisoned, Rocket and Yondu bond. Uh, they they kind of oh. have conversations about uh, about what they, like, they, like, they're both people who've made mistakes, and they're both people that, like, are living in the shame of their mistakes, and so they yeah. act the way they act because of you know the 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 past and and letting it sort of overtake you and yeah um, i really loved this like series of the time of yondo and rocket and yeah. root yeah. um and the oh yeah scene. <laughs> yeah <It was> when... <laughs> so good uh, uh groot and craglin the latter having never intended to start the mutiny free rocket and yondu they so so there's the sequence where they're like all right there's a prototype fin I need you to go get it out of the room. And then he keeps bringing back. Like, like he brings back a desk. And, like all the wrong desk. things. The thing we need is this big. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so cute. Because he's just smiling. He's just got it. He's running yeah, away. He doesn't know they, anything. The, the first time they tell him, go in and get my prototype fit. And he runs away. And Yandu looks at Rocket. And he's like, eh? that's pretty good. And Rocket's like, no, this is good. Yeah, <laughs> this is not gonna work. <laughs> he gives him the the the. It's got this symbol on it, mm-hmm. and he gives it to him, and he looks at it, and then he starts to like put it on. Put it on his hat. hat. It was so cute. He thinks you want oh. to wear a hat. I am Groot. He's relieved he doesn't have to wear a hat. <laughs> he doesn't like people with Groot. hats. He hates people with hats. <laughs> Wait, that's why you hate hats? <laughs> it's so good. I don't know. It's just yeah. It's just cute and effective. Uh, but they get the 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 fin. Also, it's a little upsetting that it's a little upsetting that um, Vin Diesel gets probably like union pay money and benefits for just having <laughs> more three than words. union pay. He yeah. got he probably got star power pay for this shit. I remember when I was telling you in the last one that he like showed up and recorded a lot of his lines on stilts. <laughs> he was, because he was like i you know i know i'm not you know doing motion capture for this one but maybe in the next one and then in the next one he is inches tall <laughs> and yet he's still still i want to know like, i want to know did vin diesel like show up on his like walking on his knees <laughs> yeah <laughs> not fast my knees. so i could say i so i could say i am groot and they could tone it the way yeah <laughs> way up and just of course no one knows that's vin diesel i don't know it's just it very great. silly it's very silly but it's good but they escape they use the yanu's arrow to destroy the ship and its crew as they escape but Taserface warns the sovereign before dying i this is a fun sequence uh i think they play in the song come a little bit closer mm-hmm. and and the arrows just going through the ship fucking killing everybody. oh man the arrow i love it two things about the arrow this yeah. is what hawkeye needs yes you like, said it last all, time yeah all of his arrows need to be this and i've also the second thing i've never been more aware of the fact that i can't whistle after watching this really you can't whistle? whistle i can whistle like this but that's it oh you can do the the i can't do the one with the fingers in the mouth that's what she said. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. But I they... can do the one with the fingers in the mouth, but I can't do the regular. <laughs> That's okay. See, I don't want to talk about fingers and mouths anymore. Ego, just... a godlike celestial. <laughs> I want to talk about uh, the, the moment they destroy the ship and Taserface is about to explode and he warns. Aisha and the Sovereign, and he's just like, tell them the person who handed them their fate. Taser face. And then it's just a shot of the person just going, yeah. (laughs) You have a stupid name. It's great. It is a stupid name. Ego, a godlike celestial that manipulated the matter around its consciousness to form his home planet, explains that he projected a humanoid guise to travel the universe and discover a purpose, eventually falling in love with Quill's mother, Meredith. 
they they play catch with <laughs> with an energy ball. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, but Ego hired Yandu to collect the young Quill after Meredith's death, but the boy was never delivered, and Ego has been searching for him ever since. He teaches Quill to manipulate the celestial power. So we learn that uh, because his dad's a celestial, and as long as his dad is alive. He too has some form of power, some godlike yeah. sort of power, uh, and we see that on display both in the big action sequence in the end, but also in playing catch with his father. Yeah, so it's cute. like cheesy, but it worked. It like yeah, it works. It's weird as shit that it works. I thought it was a little cheap that um, Peter Quill was able to like conjure up the. The energy so easily yeah and like he hasn't you know known about that since now i thought that was yeah. like a little bit like would have loved to see a little more of like a montage of him trying to figure it out Learning. just like in baby, 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 baby. everybody's working yeah the... or like, or like uh like the rocky song and then sylvester stallone is just like am i here for this yeah this is what i, I should have for. <laughs> but like you know what i mean like in dr strange when he's trying to figure out how to like there's so a montage of him like reading and yeah and, and studying yeah. and stuff like that yeah yeah i guess the the i guess the justification could be that you know egos tried this with you know hundreds of some supposedly hundreds of his children that's like one of the yeah. reveals in the end uh <clears throat> So maybe it is that like Peter is able to do it super easily so means easily, that he yeah. is that. I guess I didn't think person. of that. Oh, it's fine. It's, fine. it's okay. <laughs> no, fuck you, Tim. I'm just, trying to, <laughs> I'm just doing my part of the podcast, which is like, well, here's why the comic book would do the thing in American brain. Sorry. For the listeners at home, Tim just pushed his glasses up like a little yeah. nerd. <laughs> yeah. And they were already up. So it just kind of hurt my nose. Um. <laughs> He also looks like he just rolled out of bed. I, because I did. Did the <laughs> uh, Nebula arrives at Ego's planet and tries to kill Gamora, but the pair reach an uneasy alliance when they discover a cavern filled with skeletal remains. We're skipping a lot. They they don't really say a lot. They there's like Peter has conversations with Gamora about like mm -hmm. her dad and how she's kind of hesitant about it. Uh, well, uh, Sam Cook song is playing um oh yeah and, and they're dancing a little bit and then we also yeah, have the dancing, yeah. um okay we haven't talked about drax like at no, all no yeah yeah drax doesn't get drax because drax isn't like drax in this movie doesn't have a lot to do with the he's plot, just kind of yeah. there and like doing goofy funny shit but i also really just like loved that he was there because i remember like anticipating in the first one that he was going to be a bad guy mm -hmm. but in this movie he's like Yes, he doesn't understand sarcasm. Yeah, and that's like a funny part of who he is. But like, you know, the story about his wife and his daughter and like how, you know, they're dancers and not dancers and yeah. like that his wife was not a dancer and he knew that he would be with her for the rest of his life. And also the fact that he calls like a uh, mantis like fucking terrifying is yeah. like <laughs> so like to cute her face. and funny. <laughs> And then Mantis is just like, I am disgusting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, yeah, it's just, you know, uh, what with you being like, like disgusting and all. And she's like, I am ugly. You're horrifying to me. <laughs> yeah. like, I yeah, am learning like, so many things. Like I am a pet and ugly. <laughs> it's so cute. It's so yeah, cute. I, he he just works. I think that there's a lot to Dave Batista. He's just like I don't know. He 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 he's just a really good actor. And I just and, like he's like kind of a teddy bear in this. Like even yeah, though absolutely. he looks kind of terrifying and comes off as this like big strong dude that you don't want to fuck with, he has some really like wise things to say. And between that and Peter Quill and Gamora like having their little like unspoken spoken thing, there's like a lot of. Uh, like beyond the father son stuff there's like a lot of nice human interaction between the, all of them they're Even familiar they're they're definitely a family and that's what this yeah. movie harps on like finding your family like 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 they're all from sort of abusive backgrounds or like like something bad has happened to them peter has a speech in the first movie where he says like i look around and you know what i see is losers 
not like losers, but people who have lost stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's who they are is like, is Peter was raised, was stolen from his home and raised by ravagers. Rocket was made in a lab, pulled apart, put back together. Drax's family was murdered by Ronan and by extension Thanos. Uh, you know, Thanos made Nebula and Gamora yeah. battle each other to the point where Nebula had parts of her body ripped away and replaced like a robot. And in this movie, this is this is them finding finding family where mm -hmm. like your family that you were grown into might perish, might get killed, might be fucking terrible, but it's about who you find along the way. And I think that it's, it's honestly beautiful. It's beautiful yeah. that they find each like, other. Like, cause your family this. doesn't have to be your, you know, your blood relatives. It's, mm -hmm. you can choose. Well, you can't choose your family, but you can choose your new family. It's the line that makes me tear up at the end. He may have been your father, boy, but, but he, he ain't wasn't your daddy. Your daddy. Yeah. And I it's just, love Bruh. that. Yeah. Bruh. Oh, yeah. It's just really good. And uh, to the, to your point about Drax being a like a lovable teddy bear, and like even though he's kind of scary looking, I think that's great. Like it's yeah. it's such a thing about because this movie's about like masculinity and sort of mm -hmm. to toxicity, and he he's not capable of being toxically masculine because yeah. he does not have the same standards as everybody else like yeah. he like like he has the thing about dancers and not dancers the when they arrive on the planet and he like pops a bubble and it turns into a bunch of bubbles and he just he, like, laughs he loses and he's just, it like, he's straight up he's because he's yeah. allowed to just show his emotion in a way that other characters can't because they're bogged down by like their toxic masculinity yeah. Yeah, I think it's just really good. I don't yeah. know. I really like this movie. Yeah, I, I, I love this movie. Let's move ahead. Ego reveals to Quill that in his travels, he planted seedlings on thousands of worlds that can terraform into new extensions of himself, but only uh, the power of two celestials can activate them. This is a, this is a whole thing. This is the big twist that, you know... This twist. Oh my gosh, you know, oh no, he's not, you know, he, his character's name is Ego and he wants the whole universe to be him. Whoa. Who would have thunk it? But also, you know, the cave full of skeletons oh, was yeah. like very spooky. And I was like, you jackass. <laughs> uh, to that end, he impregnated countless women and hired Yondu to collect the children. So that's why he got kicked out of the Ravagers Guild. It wasn't yeah. just Peter Quill. It was him and he grew a heart and he you know wanted to protect quill um yeah his heart grew uh, three sizes he, that he, day but he also delivered thousands of children yeah. to like die at the hands of ego and i haven't forgotten that part yondu yeah uh hired yondu to collect the children but killed them all when they failed to access the celestial power at first under ego's influence quill uh oh at first under e ego's influence so he's like into it you know, yeah. he like gets shown and then his eyes get all spacey and he's just like, it's beautiful. Yeah, singularity. Blah. Uh, and then Quill fights back when Ego reveals that he gave Meredith yes. the tumor that killed her due to the distraction she posed, forcing Ego to parasitically draw Quill's energy to activate the seedlings, which begin to consume every world terrifying that horrible oh, that uh, that line and and i also love and this is what i like kind of about you know chris pratt and and, and peter quill's character is he doesn't hesitate he just starts shooting the yeah. shit out of yep. him yep he's just like G -g 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 you fucking killed my mom that's not cool yeah fuck you because they don't really like they definitely harp on that a little bit i mean like not harp on they definitely like emphasize his relationship with his mother in the last movie a little bit more than this but you like mm -hmm. still remember it from the first movie yeah in this movie so i think that's kind of why all of that music is so so intentional in this movie because you are supposed to remember his mom gave him the mixtape yeah it's not it's just like, the songs are good and work with the what's happening it's yeah it's purposeful like a for relic the character passed yeah. down in your family mm -hmm. and he doesn't miss a beat he's like no Fuck you, because that's a yeah. brutal thing to do. I fell in love, but I was too distracted, so I gave yeah. her a brain tumor. But it's also like, yeah, it's that's that kind of like sci-fi shit. That's, that's, I gave him a brain tumor. Yeah, that was my my that was my impression of your Maya Rudolph impression. <laughs> Let's do a telephone. 
yeah this is a this is a harsh moment and we get a little we get a david hasselhoff cameo yeah <laughs> random he tried to show you yeah the form that would most please you and then he's gone <laughs> just the hoff the hoff yeah. also did a song for the soundtrack the end credits song is an original song and the hoff by david hasselhoff david hasselhoff singing That's on it fucked up david hasselhoff is the voice of an angel Oh, I have to go out and re-listen to that. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, now the Guardians have to go save Quill. The the There's that weird, the goo is like taking over. It's scary. Yes, the yeah. The goo is like it, it reminded me a lot of um, Ghostbusters and the evil ghost, the green yeah. one. <laughs> and the, the, the Slimer? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> okay. I've seen uh, that movie man- once. Mantis, this is the first time they're mentioning, uh, Ego's naive empath servant grows close to Drax and warms him of Ego's plan. Gamora and Nebula also learn of the plan as Rocket, Yondu, Groot, and Kraglin arrive. They arrive by doing a bunch of, like, jumps. It's a fun, a funny little visual where it's just, like, they make... It's kind of like their version of Star Wars hyper, you know, hyperspeed, where yeah, they just, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. That like <laughs> when, uh, hexagons oh open up God. and they and they jump through different portals to like jump when points Yondu's or whatever. face freaks out. Yeah, oh, yeah. And it's just so like funny. you're not supposed to do more than fifty. It's like I know that we're about to do seven hundred, and yeah, then it's just it a, like, a goofy. All their faces just going. Blah! Yeah, that was so silly. <laughs> During the sequence, we also get our Stan Lee cameo. Yes, we do, and we get two of an, them. Yeah, he he has it's yeah he has it uh, a scene here and then a little post credits thing where he's sitting on a planet with um, I think they look in like the comics they're, they're called the, they're called the Watchers. I think they're supposed to be like just whatever you know, just space overlord people. Uh, but he's just like an astronaut that seemed to be yeah. stranded on that planet who was just like I was a Federal Express worker. Yeah, which, which is like hard to call back to. Yeah. Civil War Harkens when back. he played that. Yeah. And so why so is he silly. a spaceman now? It's the, who cares? It's Stanley. He's just like telling they all look like Sith Lords though. Yeah. Oh fellas. Oh come on. I gotta I gotta get out of here. You gotta help me get home. Oh geez fellas. Yeah fellas <laughs> Um, the reunited guardians travel to Ego's brain at the planet's core, during which Yondu reveals that he kept Quill to spare him from the fate of Ego's other progeny. So there's a running thing where he keeps being like, he was uh, skinny and small, could fit into small places, good for thieving. That's why I kept him along. And it's just like, no, you won't admit to yourself that you love the boy. You love the boy. You love the boy. As they they come under attack from the Sovereign's drones, which are uh, all eventually destroyed. Yeah, they they just harp up the drama here where like the Sovereign shows up with all their ships. And so it's like a three-way battle where they, at at one point they put Ego to sleep and then the Sovereign arrive and start, you know, shooting at him. All the while, and probably my favorite little, maybe my favorite little sequence in the movie, when Rocket's like, all right, group, you gotta take this bomb, yeah, and you gotta bring it in there. You know, you flip this switch, then this switch, then you hit this button. Don't hit this button. Yeah, it'll blow us all up. And it's like, read it back to me. I am Groot. I am Groot. I am. I am Groot. No, I just. <laughs> I love when they're like, "Do you have any tape? I don't know. Do you need tape? Like Scotch tape? Yeah, Scotch tape will work. I don't have any of that. Then why'd you say Scotch tape? Why'd you say Scotch tape? Nobody has any tape. Did you ask Nebula? Uh, yeah. No, you didn't. Ask her. Nope, she's busy the, right now. And by the time he's, he's I am Groot. He's just yeah. like running away with it. It's, uh, it's, this movie's funny as shit. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Something about the, the bits that they're able to like come apart with. Pull off. Just, I don't yeah. know, it's so fun. Um, as they come under attack from the Sovereign's drones, Rocket makes a bomb using the stolen batteries, which Groot plants on the brain. Quill fights Ego with his newfound celestial powers to distract him long enough for the other Guardians and Mantis to escape. So uh, we get a return of the chain by Fleetwood yes, Mac. Yes, we do. Plays again. 
And then it's just him like getting rocks on him and punching him and turning into Pac-Man and well, yeah, he has know. like the. Do you remember Sockum Boppers? Yes, yeah, he 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 puts a bunch of rocks like Sockum yeah. Boppers. <laughs> More fun than a pillow fight, and he just beats the shit out of him with these Sockum <laughs> Boppers. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a that. I mean, that's the big uh end fighting. Having reconciled. Wait. Um. Sorry. Uh, the bomb explodes, killing Ego and disintegrating the planet. There's a there's a moment where he Ego's like, "No, you no you, you, you do you realize that if I die, you won't have these powers. You'll just be like everybody else." And Peter's like, "What's wrong with that?" Yeah, mm-hmm. anti ego, which is uh, really great. I liked Kurt Russell's performance in this. I thought he did a good job. Yeah, he's a little. He's a, like very mad, like mad yeah. Guy. He does a good job being kind of a greaseball. A greaseball, yeah. not kind of. He does a good job being a villain. Mm-hmm. We love it. We love Curdy Russ. And it is kind of like... Dirty Fergs. Dirty Fergs. <laughs> it is kind of a meta casting where, you know, Peter has this affinity for, you know, 70s and 80s pop culture. And Kurt Russell was, you know, yeah, big very actor meta. back then. So, yeah. Uh, is he married to Goldie Hawn? No. Yes? I don't know. No this, this is important to me. <laughs> this is this important. Is important. <laughs> Pause Russell. real quick. We gotta. It's Kurt this Russell married to Goldie Hawn. Who? Season Hubley. Who's that? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Season Hubley. Okay, what a was, name! All right, he was married to Season Hubley, but Goldie Hawn is his current partner. Oh, uh, okay. So there you go. You were both right, and we, and we learned Susan Hubley. Hubley is a retired American actress and singer, best known for Nikki in Hardcore, Priscilla Presley in Elvis, and Angelique in All My Children. Don't know any I'm of so those. I'm so sorry. I am oh my God. so sorry. Are you <laughs> telling me? brother's name is Whip. What the fuck was he? Was he? Was he born Will? <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> like Let's she see. was born Susie, and she changed her name to Season. Did Whip? What is happening? Get this, get this. Whip Hubley, born as Grant Shelby Hubley Jr. <laughs> what in the fuck is happening? What happened? What happened? One second we're talking about Kurt Russell in this movie, and suddenly I am aware that there's people named Whip and Season, and they worked those, they chose those names. <laughs> okay. Oh my Hubley God. was born in New York City, the son of Julia Call and Grant Shelby Hubley, an entrepreneur, oil investor, and writer. Why are you saying these names? Went to Buckley as, as, School as, as... for the Boys in the Uppies. This is made up. This is made up. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you are lying to me. You are not reading a Wikipedia page. I'm on you... Whip Hubley's Wikipedia page. <laughs> you could take this to the bank and cash it. I am at I'm on Whip Hubley's Wikipedia page. I am at the Taco Bell. I am at the combination <laughs> Whip Hubley's Wikipedia page and Taco Bell. Whip oh it good. God. Let's go. All right. <laughs> Where were we? Quill loses his celestial powers soon after Ego's death. Uh, e- so there's a sequence where all the guardians are leaving and and they're like, "Where?" And Drax is like, "Where's Quill?" You know, and Rocket and the yes. ship's taken off and, and Rocket, you know, electrifies Gamora, who's going to go out to try and save him. And it's just like, because Rocket's like, I can't lose two friends today. Yeah. Like, he's coming to terms with the fact that he's like, he needs he's him. found a family and he needs to stop fucking alienating them. And, yeah. He's not a solo dude. Like no yeah. Uh, but Yondu sacrifices himself to save Quill and dies in the vacuum of space. That was very, very sad. He goes and so gets him. He sad. says, it, was, it wasn't your daddy. He also has a fun moment where he's going down on the on the arrow. And Peter's like, ah, you look like Mary Poppins. And he's yeah. Just like, and he was Is just he like, cool? Is he cool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's cool. A Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah, so good. <laughs> That was great. And the whole, he might have been your father, but he wasn't your daddy. I was like, oh, my clenched my pearls. And then he pearls. dies and he couldn't. I, uh, he dies. Oh, it was so sad. I was heartbroken. Where I get, get teared up is uh, Quill has a little, you know, a little um, eulogy type thing for him. I guess they're all standing around the table and he's, and he's like, I, you know, I used to tell people that 
David Hasselhoff was my dad because I wanted to have a cool dad. And I realized that, yeah, he didn't have the voice of an angel or a car that could talk, but he did have a flying arrow and a, yeah. and he, I had a pretty cool dad and that yeah. that's, that's beautiful. I might and like watch this. this. I may I like watch, watch this, this when my again. dad dies. <laughs> oh, jeez! No, to feel the, Dan. the emotions. I know, Dad, if you're listening, please don't die anytime soon. Uh, Dan, <laughs> I you heard it here first. Don't Dan, die anytime oh, soon. Oh God, I'm gonna get a text from my dad with this. Ray, comes <laughs> listen here. Listen up, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, then he has this cool, like Viking Ravager funeral. It's yeah. beautiful. It's really, really cool. Uh, yeah, having reconciled with Gamora, Nebula still chooses to leave and resume her quest to kill Thanos by herself. The Guardians hold a funeral for Yondu, which Kraglin and dozens of Rag Ravager ships attend, acknowledging Yondu's sacrifice and accepting him as a Ravager again. Pause. Um, yeah. I will say, as much as I don't like Nebula, I thought it was kind of a nice plot point that her and Gamora didn't like stay bff sisters and like yeah. stay together and become good but nebula actually still has like a a mission in and of herself yeah to go out and kill thanos so i was like there's, thank you for doing that because it's it, you know yeah yeah it's, it, it could have been it's wrapped driven. up and put put a bow on it uh yeah but just, it's not and, that simple and i like yeah that. merged her into the team or whatever but uh but no that's not that ain't it buddy yeah. that ain't it uh but yeah the the ravager funeral is uh wait what during the funeral gamora admits she loves peter and they become a couple i didn't, I didn't read really, that as I, that at all yeah i was like i read okay, that they, as them being acknowledging their feelings for each other yeah but they didn't i didn't become get that they couple. become a couple i don't know about that <laughs> like so I, think her girlfriend? <laughs> I genuinely think it's very important that they don't get together in this movie like it's yeah. it's it's there, there's this whole thing where she's 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 grappling with him over that she does have feelings for him, but also that he's self-destructive and he's and he's immature and, and, and he has some daddy a, issues. Yeah, and he's got a long way to go. And I think that yeah. both in the first one and the second one, Peter Quill doesn't deserve the love of of Gamora. And yes, there's an unspoken thing, and I think that's beautiful that they just like acknowledge it and then you know shoulder hug, which is very like you know, familial and, and friendly. I don't know. I don't, I don't get that they come become a couple at all. Yeah. That's a little blunt. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, and that's... so is this. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <Mason. laughs> Sorry. Uh, all the while this, during this sequence, um, it's a little on the nose, but Cat Stevenson's, Cat Stevens, Stevens. Yeah. Uh, father and son is playing and Oh, it gets me, man. Tear it gets jerking. me. I'm, I'm tear jerking. And then, and the movie ends. This is really interesting. Uh, the movie ends on a on a shot of Rocket, on a shot of Rocket with a tear rolling down his cheek. Yeah. And af after Rocket said, like, they came. They like he like was mean to them, and he was like shitty to them, and they still came. Mm -hmm. And he stole. And he was like, and he stole batteries. He didn't leave. And Peter just like reassures him, like, well, of course they'll they'll still support you and they still love you despite your mistakes. You know, that's what friendship and family is for, and it's beautiful. It's really he's, like, it's, crying. Yeah, it's, this movie has no business being this emotional. A, this a fucking I'm 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 crying because I'm looking at a CGI raccoon fucking Tearing shedding up. a tear, you know, and and learning to 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 accept friendship and family and stuff like that. And I'm like, what the fuck? How yeah. did they do that? How did they just do that? But that's that's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. All the post-credit scenes are just goofy jokes and shit. Yeah. Um, uh, Kraglin takes up Yondu's telekinetic arrow uh, and accidentally like hits Drax. Yeah. And it's just like ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it keeps screaming. Yeah. Uh, Ravager leader uh, Stakar Ogord. I guess that's um. Slice character's name is Stakar Ogord. <laughs> oh man, he reunites with his ex teammates. Uh, fucking Ving Rhames, uh, is is there the Ving the, Rhames? He's he's Marcellus Wallace in. Oh. He was yes. just—he was just in the movie for two seconds. He's one of the like Ravager. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. People who's just like so long, old friend. Uh, 
crazy fun fact in that scene uh, with the ex teammates, um, there's like a little mask type looking thing that like is robotic and has a voice mm-hmm. that's just like, I missed you guys so much. That is Miley Cyrus. What the fuck? Yeah, that that one line, and we do not see that character again unless they're coming up in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. That's Miley Cyrus. That was Miley Cyrus who did that voice. <laughs> I, I gotta got go back and you. watch that. Or maybe I, I got should've. nothing for you. It's 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 literally just a throwaway little thing. And it's so it's wild. It's wild that cool. that's the thing. Uh, Groot has grown into a teenager. That's, a, that's another another thing where he's just like, his room is all like the vines are everywhere. Clean yeah, up your room, Groot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. take a shower, Groot. He's playing video games. I am Groot. <laughs> I love it. He's such a teenager. Uh, and then there's also the Stanley being like, oh, guys, fellas. <laughs> yeah, again. Uh, but the final, uh, Aisha creates a new artificial being with whom she plans to destroy the Guardians, naming him Adam, and a group of uninterested watchers abandon their informant who is discussing his experiences on Earth. So the Adam thing, that is teasing uh, Adam Warlock, who is okay. a super, uh, who's like a Guardians slash sort of celestial, uh, I don't want to cut, cosmic Marvel character. Like okay. in the space realm of stuff. I wasn't uh, sure he if just it was recently like an got Adam cast. Kind of thing. He just recently got cast for uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. It will be Is that Will Harry Poulter. Styles? Oh, okay. Will Poulter uh, will be playing. Oh, that. eyebrows. Right? Yeah, eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if you Google the guy with the eye, the actor yeah. with the eyebrows, it he's the one who shows up. Great. Um, but yeah, that's that's Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Maisie. We loved it. I loved yeah. it. I had a few questions here and there, but I really like. I really thoroughly enjoyed this movie mm-hmm. in a big way. Um, it's really the, well made. It's yeah, go ahead. I um I had bigger qualms with previous movies. I just thought this was like a great balance of like silly, emotional, fun, great action sequences, and I was like on. I was on board. I just was on board. Yeah, it was good. They don't. It I doesn't it. bog it it down, and it's so interesting that like the the something like captain america civil war which is grounded in you know on earth and is just about like the politics of whatever that you're like can't get on board for but well my space dad who is a planet who (laughs) fucked a bunch of aliens and made a bunch of babies but none of them can be the right battery for him to take over the world with his slime goo that you're like yeah two thumbs up Yep, and a talking raccoon who cries. And a talking raccoon who cries and makes me cry. Cat Stevens. Raccoon Stevens, you son of a bitch. Rackat Stevens. Rackat Stevens. Um, What's next? What's our next movie? I believe our next movie, Maisie Laud, is Thor Ragnarok. Yes! This is the one that everyone loves, and I don't know anything about it. Yeah. I know it's it's Thor. Ragnarok yep. is maybe a rock planet. Oh wait, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I was wrong. fuck. No, I was wrong. We're watching Thor Ragnarok next. No, the next movie no. that we will be watching. I'm so sorry. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is the next next one. Um, but the next movie that we will be watching is uh, Tom Holland in Spider Man Homecoming. Okay, uh, don't know anything about this. I know that Tom Holland's a new boy Zendaya, and um. <laughs> All I know about Spider-Man is that I had to leave the movie because the Green Goblin was too scary for me. (laughs) I saw it in theaters. Uh, I like Spider-Man Homecoming. I think it's good. It's goofy. It's it's very, uh, yeah. But you'll see Peter Parker. That is. uh, And also Tony Stark. Uh, Tony Stark is going to be in that movie uh, quite a bit. Do you want to know anything about it? Do you want to know anything? I don't want to know anything because I am excited because I didn't know Spider-Man was in the Marvel stuff, and I've only ever seen Kirsten Dunst and Tobey Maguire, your um, <laughs> team of geebs. Uh, uh, so yeah, don't tell me anything. I don't know anything. Yeah, it's go uh, it's good. I think it's good. It's it's fun. It's uh, it's it's one of those things where it's just like you watch the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans, and you're just like, that is a thirty-five-year-old man. Yeah. That is, what is, what the fuck is happening? Yeah. Um, 
but this is this actually this is a boy who looks like a boy and he's in high yeah. school with other people who look like they're in high school I love Zendaya that. is in it um so that's where they met yay cute isn't cute and that cute isn't that right. fucking adorable uh but that's guardians of the galaxy final thoughts final whatever guardians. loved it loved, I loved it. it i'm gonna watch it again great fucking movie hell yeah i'm so i'm so relieved that you liked it, <laughs> it <was laughs> this movie didn't do um as well at the box office as other marvel movies no i mean it did it did pretty well it still did no no, it, no, it 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 didn't hit a billion. It got eight hundred sixty three million dollars. Still, fucking crazy. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it it did well at the box office. It was critically well reviewed. Like I said, fans fans are kind of split on it. That's which mm-hmm. is super weird. I think it's so good, and I think it works so well. But I think that there are some people who, I mean, the humor doesn't work for everybody. I remember when I first watched it, I thought the taser face stuff was dumb. Yeah, but um, I still kind of think that's dumb, but I gave it a pass yeah. because I like the rest of it a lot. Yeah, so great. So there's going to be a third one, and there's, there's also going to be, a, third be one, yeah. a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special on Disney yep. Plus, whatever the fuck that means. Yep, they're uh, that's kind. Of, I think that's next year. Um, yeah, they're making. Yeah, they're doing like a like a Star Wars holiday special, which was bad. Uh, it was just historically one of the worst things like ever yeah. created. But I don't know if I'll watch that one though. But you will watch the series of shorts on Disney Plus premiering next year called I Am Groot. Yeah. Which will follow in. Baby Groot. I will do that. Although, which which was smart of them because they at the end of this movie, they were like, well, Groot's growing and he's mm-hmm. a teenager now. And he's going to be a teenager the next time we see him uh, in Avengers Infinity War. But uh, He's in Avengers Infinity War. Thank God. Yeah, the, Infinity War is like all of them. Is That's like, amazing. That's the that's the whole the whole conceit of it, but okay. And that is also very good. I'd say if I had a, like a top three uh, for Marvel movies, it's this, Thor, Ragnarok, and Infinity War. Okay, they kind of they kind of switch up and they oscillate. They're they're all really really good. Um, cool, I'm excited. And maybe you'll think they're trash. Uh, <laughs> I love that you're just like I loved it, but if you hate it, I totally understand. No, I, I, no, I do, but I do. Like you know, you're yeah. allowed to like what you like, and I'm not, and 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 I even like agree with some of the things. Sometimes yeah. I'll be like, yeah, that is stupid as fuck. Like yeah. I can't, I can't defend uh, Age yeah. of Ultron whatsoever. Um, but that's it. That's that's Guardians two. We'll see you next week for Spider Man Homecoming. Spider Man. Spider Man. We'll see you then. Watch right. it. Listen. Subscribe, like, leave a leave a review, leave a review. That's what I'll say. Leave a review, please. Leave a review. It boosts shit so well. It's like Yay. crazy. Yeah. Okay. All right. Toodaloo. Bye bye. The Marvelous Miss Maisie is a Unicow Media podcast. Music by Brian Parmalee, who you can follow on Instagram at Bodie underscore Foster. Cover art by Rachel Severance, who you can follow at Rachel Approves. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Marvelous Miss Maisie Pod, and if you like it, remember to subscribe wherever it is you get your podcasts. You can also follow Maisie on Instagram at o underscore my underscore laud six two four, and Tim on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at ha ha Tim Bridge. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.